Hello, and you're listening to The Seventh Reel. This week, um, Academy Best Picture winner, Coda, a 2021 film directed by Sian Hedda, and The Tribe, a 2016 Ukrainian film directed by Miroslav Slabosh. Pitsky. I got it. Right. Mm. I think I got it right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go with the fact I got it right. Okay, this was my pick this week, and uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I just want. I just. I just want. I just want to know. I'll never watch Coda. I know I will never have watch watch Coda on my own mm-hmm. volition. You know, that's not something I would do. Spend my own time with, but uh, that's why it's subjected to you all. I just want to know. And Jesus Christ. I'm. I'm um, pro Coda. I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Michelle, what did you think? It. All right, I want to grow your brains. Okay, mm-hmm. what did you guys think? Like, why did you like it? Well, I I can tell you for one. Um, I know this isn't the comparing section, but it, I think it explains more about living life as a deaf person than the other one. I see. And then the tribe, because I I think it's more about a story of like sur not surviving, but like kind of you know trying to lead a full life. Uh, it's mm. outside of a community that doesn't have you whereas this one it's a story within that community mm. so i don't know if that if that's if that if i'm making sense yeah, but so also like, it's kind of it's like one's accessible and the other one i mean that's not what you mm. think but yeah but that's about very it. different yeah. objectives and i think with the tribe is he intent it's very all very intentional right you have no idea well I think that what I what I liked about the tribe was like how many scenes that you're able to kind of follow as to what's going on, even despite like the barrier of mm-hmm. the fact that there are no subtitles. All of these characters are speaking with Ukrainian sign language, but you can kind of follow them through. Despite, yeah, ish. Even though there's such a huge block, there's such, it's so un- unapproachable and alienating by design, of course. But I thought the storytelling was still pretty effective it goes to show the power of cinema like you can kind of follow with these guys and understand their motivations despite you know never hearing them say a word mm-hmm. what i didn't <laughs> okay all right uh okay i'll admit coda isn't a bad movie i just i was just watch. i just got really really upset while watching it for one you can't disglee and then proceed to like play do an episode of glee like play out an episode of glee like play by play mm. and not have the I, I wish they first of all i wish they picked better better songs i didn't like the songs they picked uh, the only one um, I li- what I both sides now I and the first the Joni mitchell one yes uh yeah that was good but the rest i thought it was too saccharine for me i did i i, I wish there was more of a more more of conflict and, and a deeper exploration on like there the, was like, conflict what these... like yeah. she wanted to live a life away from her parents but that meant her parents was would suffer without her because they needed her because society just rejects them and like not even rejects them it's just that like they don't learn the language that's why i just think we should learn sign language in schools like mm, yeah which it's hard to justify if you had you no know, deaf people in your school but still mm-hmm. like it's just like that's their way of communicating it's the whole like oh, it's gonna be a rant <laughs> it's just like the whole go pandemic it's like all you have to do wear a mask get vaccinated we can't even do that for the greater good of humanity so like why would we learn sign language for a small portion of humanity because we're just mm. not considerate yeah i think it boils down to just people don't like to be inconvenienced yeah at all <laughs> like it's just you, yeah. you'll do whatever you can to just 
get through the day without doing any extra work. And I and I think it affected them speci- like as a family and her also by their inability to you know look through any other sort of uh, solution that isn't just convenient like she mm-hmm. kind of suffered because she was like well she's around and we don't have to pay anyone and and I know some of it is out of necessity but but it just felt like they just kind of mm-hmm. threw this burden on her and were like well why aren't you dealing with it and I think that's where the conflict was and for me I found that very like you know kind of beautiful that she she manages to a try to sacrifice her own dreams for it. Yes. And at the same time that they kind of, you know, are were almost willing to let it, you know, happen. Uh, except for the brother who's also doing this not just out of like pure, you know, intentions, but because he was also kind of feeling slighted. That's what I thought. So I was mm-hmm. like, wow, okay, so it works on both. Like, everyone's, like, looking out for themselves, but they're also, you know... It's cool how both of these films are about tribes, essentially, right? This is, she has... They all, we all have... Our families are a tribe. We all have, like, our obligation to it. And mm-hmm. we struggle. I guess the struggle is, like, who do, who do we place... Do we place our own needs? Well, it's not even her need. Well, it's her future, right? It's her life. What I what confused me though was that she's like, oh, I'm going to Berkeley. Berkeley. It's in the same state. It's not as if she's like going to. I didn't. I'd say Juilliard. Other Berkeley. Berkeley. Or the other Berkeley, which is like in in California. That's what I thought. Oh, this yeah. too. I was gonna say I thought Berkeley was. Yeah, this is with Berkeley College of Music. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny to see like oh, it's funny to see a film that does like a music school and lists and like name drops something else other than Juilliard. So I'm like, okay. That's, I mean, yeah, that's I've cute. never heard of Berkeley like it's... College of Music. Neither have I. Also, what? How did that teacher afford that house? That's I know it's crazy. Just it to, <laughs> the entire time, I was like, wait, what? No. I, 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 uh, the only thing that I didn't like the teacher. It felt a little cliche. A little too much. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene during like the montage when he's like conducting them, but he's standing behind them. So they can't see him point at them. Like it's just for the camera. It annoyed me so much. Did anyone even know music well enough to understand what a conductor is doing though? Yeah. He played in the band. It's it's to keep tempo. It's all about tempo. Mm -hmm. So he's there (laughs) to keep the temperature. (laughs) But now, uh, what does he do musically? (laughs) <laughs> I, I i don't know i just uh i i kind of appreciated this for just mm. be, like as a best picture winner you know it's never the movie that that you you actually think is cool like titan is not gonna win best picture no the <laughs> so, awesome. Ah. and we just have to accept that this is the movie that would win best picture this kind I, of thing it's sad like, well I, can, I don't see why Drive My Car can't win Best Foreign and Best it Picture. Did, Parasite, right? did it did, Oh, okay. Yeah, it did win Best it Foreign. It had to. Wait, Parasite um, did that? I oh, yeah, it had to. Won both? You can't have it Best Picture it winner and then a different foreign language. Because that would mean it's Oh, not yeah, true. yeah, that's true. Mm. And why now even have Best exactly. Foreign Just language? Just stick them in with then. the Best exactly. it's, Is it odd that we now have three Best Picture winners three years in a row that are all about the struggles of poverty and i don't know it's just it's like oh we're making why what was the nomad land 
a nomad land and parasite right it's all about social class it's all about like hardship under capitalism but it's celebrated in an event that is the peak of all these like rich people giving each other golden statues i don't know uh are we doing enough well it's not really for us to say isn't it but jesus these movies all suck (laughs) most of these i'm looking at the best picture nominees all most of them stink okay dev like films are kind of sort of popular recently in the oscars like there was the short Mm. film the silent child a few years ago and that won and then the sound of metal last year Mm -hmm. i mean they serve a purpose in giving you access to what someone else's experience is like that's different from your own which we just need Mm -hmm. more of that everywhere and it gives more attention to it which is good but are you giving it to mm. it just because you think, oh, you know, we should take a box or it deserves it? Yeah, that's true. I, I definitely do think, uh, I mean, I think it's it's a balance because you want the, the movie to be entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you don't want, like, something that's, like, actually... Because well, it's almost I mean, like a feel-good film, mm-hmm. which is not usually, like oscar nominee territory they're usually like hard oh, green book is Just, green book is that yeah, oh a nice ending mm. this is better than green oh, book. my mom I likes like it so it green. has to have a nice ending <laughs> okay is um, this more like moonlight than green book uh i think moonlight is a it's it's a much more intimate character study compared to this that's not. Mm. Is that a feel-good um, film? And it's not a. No, film. no. I just meant like, is it is it on the spectrum <laughs> of shit. of like from Green Book to the other end being Moonlight? Right. I, this yes, this is close. Yes, this land closer towards Moonlight in, in um, compared to Green Book, where it does feel overtly constructed to be a a. Well, I think the the term Oscar bait is kind of uh, dismissive in terms of a movie's quality, but it does have that. Structure of like, oh, well, this is meant to feel very important, and look at the story we're telling. Is this important? I don't like, see that something with Coda. For us, right? No, no, I'm saying like Coda doesn't really have oh, that. Okay. It's it's a lot less unassuming and uh, more into yeah, more intimate. I guess so. It falls a little bit closer towards Moonlight. I'm just glad this. Uh, well, Don't Look Up was nominated, so Ugh. it could have been worse. And Belfast. Like, Belfast was good. I, I like Belfast. I, 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 I don't get that. And Nightmare Alley, as it, as enjoyable as I found it, I don't think that was one of the best films I've seen all year. Oh, well, well, it's the Oscars. You know, they it's can't the Oscars. Be... Who cares? Yeah, they're, they're never going to be the cool movies. Like Chicago won in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of gives you an idea. I like of what... okay. <laughs> Then again, I have like a soft spot for musicals. It won over... Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Uh, The Pianist, The Hours, Hours and Gangs of New York. I haven't seen it. But, well, going back to the the other movie, it feels... Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's almost like anti this movie. Like, it's the opposite. Yes, yes, it's it's exact opposite of this. Well, this one begs for you to care and, like, to try and, like lure you into their world this yes this other one is shuts you out completely but that's the thing who is forces it for? you to be an outsider who is it made for like is it made so that everyone who doesn't know ukrainian sign language feels alienated or I'll is it just for people it's... who speak <laughs> <laughs> who is it for <laughs> like... I'll, I'll tell you who it's not for <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Blind people. The worst audience. I love how both films teach you how to clap in sign language. I, mean, I love that. Do you not already know? I, I, I had a lot of people in sign clapping? language, so I guess. Didn't even maybe I didn't pay attention well enough to these movies. Like, How do you clap? What's the point in clapping? They like wave their hands in the air. Oh, it's to yeah. show enthusiastic. The more you like, you, you wave it. I, I well, like clapping that. serves yeah. no purpose, um, does it? If you can't hear it, it's all about mm. the noise of clapping. Is why you do it. Clapping is a weird thing that we do. We it's just very smack weird. our hands together. Yeah. To, to signal we approve of something. It's it's really odd. Um, but more about. I really like I I know it's I know it's not a comfortable watching it, it's a brutal watching experience with mm-hmm. one grueling scene after another of of senseless violence and uh, should we bring up the worst scene in the movie? Well, I mean the abortion the, 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 one. There's several ones. The abortion. Yes, the, the, well, yeah. I, I thought the abortion was the mm-hmm. worst. Yeah, ending was awesome. Like I can't be- I can't believe that was how they ended it. Yeah, insane. It, I don't get Crazy. sign language, uh, so I may have missed the context. But why was he trying to wake them up so aggressively? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's just—he just, you know—he really appreciates punctuality. Okay, yeah. Are they not okay. killing them. Just, oh, yeah. just a t- <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. It's not. He's it's just a light tap on the head. Yeah. But oh my god, the fact that he, they show it on the head. Times, what? So good. How does he? How do? Is that possible? Is that? Can you kill someone like that? I mean, there was blood I mean, coming yeah. out of the hands. If they, if he, if they aren't, yeah, dead, they're know, severely brain kidding, damaged and bleeding from their head. They're yeah. dead. <laughs> they're all dead. To clarify to the audience, for those who don't want to go through the film, the film and well. The film basically is a crime story. It's a I won't say generic, but it's a pretty by the numbers crime story of a young young guy being lured into a life of crime and sending further, further, further. But the catch is the gimmick, I guess, is that you don't they don't ever say a word. Well, they do. It's you can just still not com- spoken. Yes, it's just not spoken. Mm-hmm. They they communicate exclusively through Ukrainian sign language. Wait, is there like uh, maybe I'm a bit dense, but is sign language different in different languages? Yeah. I'm sure there's a yeah, variation. Yeah, there's ASL, which is American Sign Language, BSL, British Sign Language, and then Ukrainian have one. Whoa, yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting, actually. See, this um, is stuff they should have put in Coda, for example. Should have educated well, us more. Well, it's just like mm-hmm. tribe. I mean, you're not... I mean, it's not that any film about deaf people should educate you about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, that makes but sense. But also... It's, <laughs> Should it just completely exclude you? Because if the whole gimmick is that you don't, you know, you can't understand fully what's going on, then make it a short. Don't make it. Like... But you kind of do, though. Eat but you kind ish, of but do. But it's a bit of a stretch. Like, I did not understand really yeah. why they were at the Italian embassy. Like, I had vague oh, thoughts that, like, that's, that, that was are they clear selling to me. <laughs> the, like, are they going to go, like, to be prostitutes in Italy? But it's. Well, yeah, they're, sex, they're selling the girls as sex slaves. Like that's why there's a scene before. But then why are they okay with it? People, men sitting in the room. They're not. <laughs> they seem fine. They about seemed it. like pretty excited. They yeah. seemed they, like they were like on a, going they on don't a trip fo- to Italy. Kids because they're dumb kids and they don't fully grasp the idea of like they're being sold, they're being human trafficked. They have no context for that. I think, like to them, this life of crime, violence, and you know prostitution is all they know. This is the environment. This is their tribe. Right, mm. so they don't fully grasp the horrend, like the evil of like 
the inherent evil of their actions because they have no context. Wait, Just what's like the we evil no of context, their actions? Dude. Well, they're criminals. They fucking mug people and beat them. The women yeah, don't. Okay. I mean, they well, take part after they've stolen the goods. They, and they take the money drink of the crimes. But uh, but the point was that Michelle was making was that it, it if it shuts you out then right it it's using its gimmick in like a way to alienate you and that's I guess it's not it's not its job to educate obviously but if you're mm-hmm. doing that then what's the point then yeah like what are you trying to tell us well I what I thought was so effective was that despite the alienation you can still kind of understand. At least, but not like, completely. That's kind of what it I got. wasn't completely obvious. That doesn't matter. You don't need to, but you don't need to com- un- completely understand completely. So long as you can kind of track. Well, that's track like it, right? watching a film in French with no subtitles. <laughs> Which we did. <laughs> Which we did with Les Samurai. Yeah. It was yeah. a mistake. But it was uh, a mistake. Was yeah. See, <laughs> see, it was a mistake. You you didn't this, get. I feel like this film is designed well enough. Like there's enough, like in terms of just even like the way they shot it, it's all these like flowing one one takes that you can just follow these characters stuck with them in their headspace, no matter what they do, mm-hmm. and they do do some fucked up shit. And you're forced, despite the alienation, you're forced to stick with them. And you're kind of forced mm-hmm. to understand, which it, I appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. There's a lot more going on in uh, than just it being like, oh, they're deaf. Like it's yeah. kind of funny. Like they use it in like uh, like the when the truck is backing up and that's I can't so hear. funny, right? That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> and <laughs> it's the, so dark and messed up. It's so funny. The scene he, of him like making the hammer, then going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> use it a mug. So like that that was that was stuff where I was like, okay, well within this there's like some pr- interesting. And I thought the acting was really good. Just that gimmick. These yeah. feel like real hood. Sorry, the real hoodlums, like they're, mm-hmm. you know, teen. What I like to think, what you realize about teenagers is that they are, they are the ultimate weapons of like psychological weapon, or just like brutal warfare because we're all, they're, they're old enough to act like physically like adults, but their mental, their brains are still developing, so they have no empathy. <laughs> None of these guys have any empathy, and therefore they're, they're capable of doing some. They're capable. So, but of the this, this is why I feel very conflicted about this because I don't like. You know, like in James Bond, where the villain always has a disfigurement or a disability of some kind, which then mm. just leads to like mm. this whole thing that like if you don't look like a normal person, you're bad. But then mm. this, and it's not that like if you have a disability and calling deaf a disability, I don't think deaf people. It's I don't understand the nuances, but I think they like take pride in it, so it's not really seen as a disability. But in that way, it's like, if this is your only exposure to it, you're like, oh, they're deaf, so that means they're bad. Because they, on your, like, maybe just diminishing it all, they're, right. they're deaf, so they don't understand things. They're deaf because they don't have empathy. And then you take this into a society, and then when you meet someone who's deaf, you just treat them like they're lesser because of it. I don't think people are going to watch this film and feel like all deaf teenagers are psychopaths. I know, but it's just like small pieces if this is your only exposure i don't know yeah but that's i i feel like this film is doesn't mean doesn't intend to teach you about well it's not but it's not accessible enough anyways for people so mm-hmm. i i highly doubt the tribe will be someone's like first exposure to like deaf depiction i know i just I, this is why i feel conflicted mm-hmm. about it because mm-hmm. yeah they should have more roles you know and i hope all the i mean encoder anyway i hope they're real deaf 
uh, actors. The, the, the dad won the Oscar, right? Best Supporting Actor. It's really great. He's really good. I thought he was mm-hmm. fantastic. He's so funny. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah that's, uh, he's really and well, the best scene in Coda to me was the concert scene, right? When they just when they cut the audio out. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. Realize, I cried. And you can yeah, yeah. You, you realize these guys can only infer how what this is like from the people around, and you, they can only watch. Ah, great. I great. I lo- loved loved when he was like. Well, what are we gonna have for dinner? And and they start having this discussion because they can't engage with this. They're like, well, I, I, well, what we should probably yeah, what you like, you? deal deal with the what's gonna happen after this. Yeah, entire family is great. Every, I, I I really liked the acting from everybody involved. Just didn't like the singing that much. I have to be honest. Didn't like the singing. But I think like that was because like numbers. she has this gift that her parents can't ever understand or appreciate mm-hmm. and it's just like furthering this alienation and divide from them but also because mm. it's hard for them to understand why it would be a big deal but then they see you know people crying in the audience and they they kind of get it yeah i i would i could have done with a bit more like explanation about her enjoying singing because I thought she was signing up just to hit on the boy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, okay, well, she wants to be... Well, she was singing know, at the start. And she was pretty good at the start. She oh, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, on the Her boat. Her sing was great at the beginning. I don't know what to say what happened for the rest of the movie. No, like, well, on the boat, I was just point, like, okay, point, she's yeah. on a boat, she's singing, and yeah, uh, she, they're going to go to school. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> And she has a deaf family. That was uh, my impression of it. And then I was like, okay, she's going to fall in love, but people make fun of her or something. And then I could do without the like, voice subplot. That, that was... That felt like a lifetime movie. I was like, it's, it's. I really wanted yeah, it to it sign good. when she was singing, like at the school, because I kept thinking she was going to, and then she just didn't. But she did in the audition. Oh yeah, she did mm. that in the in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that shall we take a break? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're back! Now, on to my personal favorite segment. Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna rate these films. Seven reels, seven reels. Now, I'm gonna go first. Uh, so to preempt this, I'm gonna get... I want to give four to the tribe because I just enjoyed... Because I'm a sick freak, I guess. I just enjoyed it a little bit more than Coda. Even though I can, I can, resp- I can acknowledge that Coda isn't a bad movie. I just got really angry watching it. <laughs> All right, which one of you guys want to go next? I'm going to do five for Coda and two for the tribe. I liked Coda. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to do four for Coda and three for the tribe. Mm. Like I, I didn't, wasn't like incredibly, you know, bad or anything, but it was just brutal to watch. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, which brings us to what we have watch this week yusuf yes i know you have something to share okay well i i want to this is my pitch for you guys to watch the after party it's pretty good it's on apple tv plus it's a murder mystery where a high school reunion um like uh after party goes wrong someone dies and it's the you know guy who everyone wants to kill <laughs> and uh, the mystery is done very well each episode is from a different per- suspect's perspective so that's kind of mm-hmm. fun 
one of them is an animated episode the others a musical like yeah so so they have like fun with it and it's done really well like both the the jokes are really good uh the performances are really funny the mystery is pretty solid and uh yeah i i liked it a lot i think it's worth checking out awesome michelle me and Avin watched what's it called the young mr lincoln oh yeah we do oh, that completely slipped my the mind the john ford one yes hmm. well it's actually not bad i thought it was okay yeah i mean i was just waiting for four scores and seven years ago no but then that never happened <laughs> yes because he did not so. deliver that speech when he was young he delivered it with the civil war yeah well happened. that's all i wanted to watch it the movie's called I young mr lincoln <laughs> Everyone died young in the 1800s, except for Queen Victoria. It's basically a courtroom drama, but with Lincoln. But Lincoln's in it. But it's still pretty good. Like I think it sets up like a little bit. It's like oh, a taster of the man. Like you capture a snapshot of a man, right? It's like what do you focus on? They just make out that everything he says in in court is really funny, even though you don't really know why it's funny. Mm. But the whole courtroom is laughing. His jokes landed back in the day. Huh. All right. Well, I have watched... I've been thinking about what I need to bring. Uh, I guess it's new. I watched the first three episodes of Miami... Uh, sorry, not Miami Vice. Tokyo Vice. Tokyo um, the show Vice. produced by Michael Mann. He directed the first episode. If you're mm-hmm. curious, at least just watch the first episode and decide whether you would buy it. You buy into the pacing. Because... I like. I think it's it's not quite clicking for me, but I do like the production behind it. It's, Tokyo looks beautiful. Apparently, they did shoot this in Korea. Some of it a lot in Korea, so it's, they did a wonderful job masking it as like downtown Tokyo. And so El Gore's Japanese was pretty good. He put in more effort than Tom Cruise did. Oh, it's that show. It's that show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If it's slow, the only thing I had to say is slow. But if you like slow n- newspaper investigative like drama, then hey. This is for you. Why is Tokyo in the name of everything? Like Tokyo Vice, Tokyo Drifter, Tokyo... They really need you to know where it's Tokyo, set. what is it? Story. Tokyo Stone. Story, yeah. Those are the ones. Why? There's well, no other ones. Name one other city. Okay, no, never mind. I was about name one other city. In Japan. London. <laughs> um, Osaka. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I was gonna... Hiroshima. God, don't say... Mm-hmm. I was just... Kyoto. Don't want you to say Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Kyoto is Tokyo backwards. Did you know that? <laughs> it exactly. was the old capital. <laughs> you know it was illegal to leave Japan for like 200 years? Like you would be killed if you tried to leave. What? Yeah, yeah no, they have the eyes. Yeah, inc- it's insane. Yeah, for a while they essentially shut themselves off entirely from Western trading. and Western, Yeah. Yeah. For a good couple of centuries, they did that. Yeah, Sakoku. 200 years. It, yeah, great. It's awesome. Every country should do that. <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> let's move on to our recommendations. Michelle, do you have a recommendation? I have two. Okay. And I've already mentioned both of them. <laughs> One is The Silent Child, which is a short film. Actually, I think it's made, it's either made like where I'm from or by people who are from where I'm from. It was a big deal when it came out. It's about this child who, their parents are not deaf, and they like they don't bother learning sign language for them, so they, they just keep yelling at them, trying to make her read lips instead. It's, it's sad. 
Um, and then the other one is The Sound of Metal, which is about a guy who is a drummer who loses his hearing. So it's about him, like, kind of joining the deaf community, but he doesn't really like it. So he leaves and you know, stuff happens. Okay, I have a off-kilter anime, I'm gonna, uh, recommendation. I'm going to suggest an animated film. It's called The Silent Voice. It's a 2016 Japanese animated mm-hmm. film. Uh, and it's also about uh, deaf community. Well, not deaf, not deaf community. It's about a deaf individual. It, like Hoda, it's very empathetic and wants and genuinely wants you to like understand what what these what this does. To, how like a person's mindset and their lifestyle will be changed by uh, these circumstances, while also addressing how their otherness can lead to people alienating them and why we will want to alienate somebody who's different from us. And they did it, and it's great. I, I love the animation, and yeah, it's my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Well, my recommendation is season five, episode six of Seinfeld. It's called <laughs> The Lip Reader, and it stars um, Marley Matlin, the the mom in the. In oh, Korea. really? Yeah, That's and awesome. she's a lip. She uh, mm-hmm. she's a very attractive. Uh, lineswoman, the most attractive lineswoman Jerry's ever seen, according to him, and then he hits it off with her, and then George uh, has uh, has been broken up with, and he wants to find mm-hmm. out at a party if it was uh, because of the way he dresses. So he enlists her to uh, help see. him lip read across the room and see what's there. Pretty funny. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. All right. Well, Michelle, I know this is your. It's going to be your pick next week, and you're very excited to present the, jo- the choices to us. Yeah, it's the best week of the year, but also <laughs> not for the listeners because we're not good at timing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the date is April sixteenth. It's a international holiday that I've created, also known as Chaplin Day. It's the day of his birth. So we're going to be watching two Chaplin films. We're going to watch Modern Times and The Immigrant. They're both kind of political, so that's the theme. I see. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that. And I hope you are as well, dearest listeners. So join us next week as we delve right back into Chaplin. Keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. I need to figure out a better way to end these. (laughs) Bye. See you real soon. Oh my god, you guys need to put in the effort. (laughs) Bye. The Seventh Reel is hosted by Arvin Huang, Michelle Hassel, and Yusuf Elbashir. Logo by Joe Conti. Our ad break music is composed by Yusuf Sui Lim. And our outro music is composed by Yahya Elbashir. Thanks for listening.